only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself hello 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 what is going on oh boy um another week the things yeah the life things um what is going on you tell me update me on what is going on uh biggest thing uh lately is we sold uh a bunch of things on the internet so that was fun wicked it like facebook marketplace style yeah i uh i sold a drum set which was a little bittersweet you did uh, mm -hmm. yeah growing up i don't know i don't like saying that i take that back i'm not growing up i just made made choices but um (laughs) (laughs) the uh i i posted on kijiji first and i had one bite and the guy was from Peterborough, so he's pretty interested, but he wouldn't come get them. And uh, and then I posted them on Marketplace, and then two, three days later, they were gone. Wow. Which, yeah, fantastic. So and it was a nice... Marketplace, much more effective. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cassie sold William's race car bed. Yeah. Because he's now got a big bunk bed. And same thing, Marketplace. And it was like she was batting off the old ladies trying to figure out who's going to buy it because everyone's like oh can you hold it till next week when i get paid and there's a certain part of you that's like okay you need a bed that bad and you can't afford the 50 dollars until you get paid like part of you is like do i just give it to you or like do you really need to be spending 50 dollars on a race car bed yeah do you currently have a bed at all yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't come with a mattress, so obviously, like, you're sleeping somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was older ladies, hopefully it was, like, grandparents and things like that or whatever. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Yike. Maybe, potentially. But, yeah, I feel like you're like, I want to make this sale, but not at the expense of the well-being of a child. <laughs> well, that's it. And yeah. I was like... You kind of feel bad because some people like, <clears throat> and that's why I hate text because sometimes I add a filter or a lens that might not be there. Okay. But I'm reading some of these messages and I'm putting some urgency to it. Okay. Or I'm, I'm sensing urgency. It's like, why are you trying to hop on this deal so bad? There's Cassie's like shop the comparable. So she knew how much to mm-hmm. post the ad for. Okay. So there are obviously there's a bunch of them out there. But huh. it's like, man, maybe your kid should be happy with the matches that they're in because you're obviously having a difficult enough time i guess managing things yeah. i don't know yeah but i mean the mind of a child doesn't yeah. quite grasp that yeah we were talking about that or rather i was talking about that today with my mom a little bit like um oh, 
It'd just be. I got a, I got a prompt here. Um, just like the toddler brain is, is such a mystery. Like, we understand a lot of it, but um, there's still so much of it that's like, why? Where did you make that connection? Um, like, <laughs> he was pushing the stroller around in the house, and he's like, get in here, big boy. And I was like, oh, <laughs> where did he learn this? And mom's like, oh, I've said that to him probably a couple of times. And I was like, oh, okay. But it just made me laugh so much. I've never heard him say that. And he, like, associated it with the stroller, and it was really cute, and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I was just like, that's his brain. Like, he just one day will remember something that, you know, was said maybe weeks ago. And anyway. Kids sure are funny. Yeah. So you've you've sold a bunch of things. Do you feel like you've won the lottery? Because uh, you're, no, you're purging, and then you're also little. gaining financially. Yeah, like I mean, we uh, sold the drums pro- like at a loss. Obviously, they're they're used and whatever. But I just want to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found out that the guy who bought them, they're going to go to. Uh, there's a restaurant in town called Finnegan's. Okay. And they have a new basement location open up called Legends. And these drums will be the house drums for the stager. So it's pretty cool. Like, they're going to stay in the area. They're going to get used, which is fantastic. Great. There's, like, a small part of me that was like, I should just give them the drums. I was like, I got to make that bread, you know? Yeah. If I just... I can't. can't. If I let that money walk out the door, Cassie would lose it, you know? So. Well, I feel like... You wouldn't be too happy about it either, though. No, but it would just—it would have been nice to support the community, uh, and especially the guy who bu- who bought the restaurant bought it two months before COVID started. Oh no! So yeah, it would, it's been an uphill it, battle. Yeah, so I seriously considered just like sort of donating the drums, but I was like, you know what? If they're, I'm selling them for so cheap anyway; it doesn't really matter. Right? Yeah, he's so. he's getting a screaming deal, so that's your donation. Yeah, yeah. It, and uh, we just got a few other things we're looking to get rid of. And, um, yeah, so that's basically been our week. Cassie's uh, family's got some stuff going on in the background, which is keeping us quite busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, Good uh, things? No. Oh. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, her, her grandfather's not doing so well right oh, now. Oh, no. I'm so so her parents are, are fairly distracted with that. And, um. And William, biggest thing is William starts school on Tuesday, so we're pretty excited for that. That's huge. Yeah. He's he's like this weird casual coolness to him. Like, he was, we, we were at uh, Hardingdale today, and um, they were asking him a question. And he's got his book tucked under his arm, and he's, like, walking around, like, talking over his shoulder to them. Like, like I don't need to face you to talk to you. Oh. And he's, like, waving his hand and shit. It's just, like... I don't know. You talk about the mind of toddlers. Like yeah. The mind of four-year-old is no better. It's like, where do you get this attitude from? Where do you get this behavior from? But yeah. Yeah, so it's been uh, uh, a good uh, balance in the odds. You're a pretty good week so far. Mm-hmm. How about uh, how about you? Oh, I had uh, two big, my two biggest weddings of the year last weekend. Nice. Um, I feel like I'm still recovering in a way. Um, 
but I, I now have two more weddings this weekend, but they're significantly smaller. So I'm like feeling relieved. That's a good. Bit. Um, but uh, how do I even get into this whole conversation? So they bo- both of my weddings last weekend took place like downtown. One of them was in the Sandy Hill area and the other one was in the market. So I had to go back and tear down both weddings, one Friday night, one Saturday night. And being in that, at, in those places at those times has not happened to me since I was like 20. Oh, wow. Uh, ma- like between the ages of like, I don't know, 19 and 23, 24, like or actually, I guess when Cassie lived in Sandy Hill would have been like a late night hanging out in Sandy Hill. And that's probably the last time we were there. And how, how old have we have been? 23? Latest, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I was just like um, recognizing how much I don't miss that. But yeah. then, especially also, when you're sober as fuck. Yes, and then also recognizing, um, not how much the culture has changed, but I was trying to explain this to Jordan, um, and I mean it's also COVID, so like, I'm sure the scene downtown is not quite as normal as it would be, um, but I was like girls just dress however they want to dress and like maybe i just never noticed it before i was too self-conscious and paying attention to myself the whole time which is completely possible um that i didn't uh appreciate the fact that like people can be comfortable in their own skin okay whatever they look like and like I feel like most of the girls that I saw were, like, very attractive. And, um, I mean, guys too, but, like, I feel like I notice girls' fashion a lot because that interests me. <laughs> me too, me too. I'm in the same boat. Totally, I totally. Notice, totally. totally notice girls' fashion. Fashion, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, anyways, I was just admiring uh, that they, like, they were really comfortable in, like, whatever they were wearing, even if it was, like, crop tops or those, like, high-waisted shorts or whatever. Uh, or or if it was like a full blown like outfit that was just like outlandish and um, yeah I don't know I was just like did people do this ten years ago? So I would or no I would say were we all too self conscious? Like I'm just trying I, to reflect. <laughs> I think the way you felt then is exactly how they feel now, but you're just outside looking in. Right, and that was like my my question when. I brought this up with Jordan. I was just like, you know, do they feel self-conscious? Is this just the the way the style is now? And, like, yeah. I was just dressing because of the way the style was then, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, all of the above. It was just, like, a very interesting philosophical moment, I think, in my <laughs> Late own Late night mind. thoughts with Jenna. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah they're, they're definitely, as, as many people you know, during that part of our lives felt self-conscious about the way they were dressed or or how they were carrying themselves. Guaranteed, same thing Friday and Saturday night. They're they're wearing things because 
that's the trend and that's what's available because mm-hmm. as fair. trends go that's those are the clothes that are in the stores that's fair. Um, sometimes you got to work really hard to find stuff that's not trendy um, <laughs> or like just simple and basic but yeah I have a strong suspicion that uh, you gave those people a lot of credit oh, okay. which is probably cool for them but which maybe um yeah. but yeah and then obviously i also saw like the plethora of like drunk people stumbling around in the market yeah. which was oh so entertaining to watch i was just like i felt like a fly take on me the back wall. no <laughs> don't oh my god i was the worst jordan's like were there people running away and i was like well if they were i didn't see them <laughs> but anyway i had a problem with running for our listeners who don't know i had a problem with running away when i used to go drinking Flight risk. Flight risk. Flight risk. (laughs) I feel like that should be like, you know how Cassie has Cassandra? Yeah. I have flight risk. Flight risk, yeah. Yeah. Prison identification number. (laughs) Um, Were you there the time we went to the cabin and Martin was squeak dancing? (laughs) I feel like uh, that must have happened more than once. Was it at the the cabin? yeah, I think it was the uh, the one by Don Cherry's there. That's not even there anymore. Yeah, I know. It's like, uh, I don't know if they, I'm, I feel like it was called the cabin. Someone's going to tell us what it was. but So cabin was right in the market uh, across from Pub 101? No, it was on the one George on the side Street. road. It was on the south Sorry, side, I York, believe. York. Uh Southside. Same, like right behind Don Cherry's, not closer to the main road. And it was on the side street there. So not Dalhousie, back there. Honest Lawyer? No, 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 no. Not the, the, anyway, the market. I'm pretty sure it was called The Cabin. Or it was like the, like the Molson Canadian, I don't know, fucking hardwood. I don't know. They, it, was, it was like a house. It had two stories. There's a bar down below, and then there's a dance floor and a bar up top. Anyways, the night Jordan, wherever Jordan was allegedly stealing Tostitos from. Oh, that was. Oh, it's going to bug me that I can't remember. The name I feel like it was called The Cabin. No. No? No. Right. I'm going to phone a friend here and see if this works. It turned into like a board game playing Oh, did it? Place, Yeah going to play board games it was like can you hear this yes who are you calling <laughs> i'm gonna call cassie oh hello hey babe how's it going why are you calling me right now what was the name of that bar we were at where martin was squeak dancing i believe it was the same place that jordan allegedly oh. stole tostitos i called it the cabin but jenna says that's not what it was called it's not the cabin was it like Molson something or? No, I don't know what it was. It was definitely not the cabin. Cabin was farther into the market. Is Minglewood's a thing? Or is that, I'm, that's New Brunswick. No. It might have been Minglewood's. I don't think it was Minglewood's. Minglewood's, cause, no, Mingler's. Mingler's is New Brunswick. Mingler's is New Brunswick. I don't know. But Minglewood's. I think it might have been. Minglewood's? Maybe. Minglewoods, Ottawa. I'm blanking. Waller Street, just off. Yeah. Minglewoods, I think, was on a different street. Was it Minglewoods? Yeah, it was on Waller Street, behind Don Cherry's. 
Besserer, Rito. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe. Woo. All right. I have to look at it on a map. All right, we're going to go with Minglewoods. Okay. All right. Yes. Thanks, babe. <laughs> You're welcome. Looking forward to hearing from you on episode 22. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. She's upstairs, everyone, for, 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 record, for the record. So She's tuning in from abroad. Yeah, yeah, and to call in. The, uh, we're, we're up there uh, dancing, and we're having just a grand time. It was, it was actually a lot of fun, and Martin discovered that his shoes squeaked. It was a really, really well-worn hardwood floor. Hadn't been treated in ages. It was just like naturally smooth from all the dancing and stuff and his shoes squeaked on it and he was just like running man dancing all over the place making his shoes squeak <laughs> and it was going to the music and everything and it was honestly one of the funniest fucking things ever and this bouncer came over and like i don't think the bouncer was about to kick him out but it was like strike two he was irritated yeah he's like can you please shut the fuck up <laughs> so martin stopped squeak dancing but martin sent me this great clip on instagram and it was, uh, it was actually I should I should link it in our in our Insta. Okay. But it was one of those uh, <clears throat> one of those dance clubs, like those silent dance clubs where everyone wears headphones. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was someone taking a video of these people dancing in the headphones. So all you see is this mass of people dancing around. You can't hear any fucking music, but all you can hear is their shoes squeaking. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Oh my god. Oh man. That was a hashtag take me back for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. But our generation's version of these silent dances was the Much Music video dance. Mm-hmm. Those yes. were the fucking bomb. Yeah. If people can say that these days. I don't know. I feel like you can... Um, I think you can go into archives and rewatch them on the internet. I've heard of this. I haven't done it Oh, myself, shit. But anyways. Um... I remember in middle school staying up late with my friends, like, for a sleepover. Yeah. And that was, like, the highlight. We're like, oh, my God, we're going to watch the much music dance. No, but, like, did did you go to a venue? Oh, where... oh, no. Um, I'm, I thought you meant the... Um, you could watch people at the Much Music headquarters dancing in Toronto. Oh, yeah, idea, yeah, yeah. Which no, is like we, the lamest thing ever. We used to stay <laughs> up late to watch pe- other people dancing. Like, that's just the, I, I disagree. I think that's among the coolest things in the world. Sure. So you, you wear that with pride. Sure. Um, no, we'd like, uh, I remember two in Pembroke. One was at uh, The Place, which is the basement of the Metro grocery store so uh, neat. it was a proper venue i don't know what it is now and uh and then like um like the civitan club or the kinsman club or something like that they had one they just showed up with projector screens and projectors and right they used to do this it was like it, pop-up clubs right yeah yeah exactly yeah and you'd go in and request songs and shit and you'd dance and yeah it was pretty cool nice. grand grand time now now people wear headphones at bars. People it's do crazy. that for weddings. So there's a um, there's a DJ in I want to s- I know like I know he he's in Ottawa, but I think he does as far as Toronto weddings, and he offered he started offering that a few years ago, and 
he's like, I'm not sure, like, how it's gonna go. He's like, it's very popular in other places, but, I mean, Ottawa's a hit-and-miss kind of place. Yeah. But apparently it was, like, really popular for venues that had, like, that are in the city that have to abide by the silence bylaw at 11. So he's like, after 11, people come out with their headphones and then they can keep partying all night long and it's quiet and so they can respect those like the local bylaws and not get in trouble and shut down and have the police call them them and blah 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 um so yeah he was like it's it's been really good for that so i was like good for you that's i imagine it's like handy too uh from a wedding point of view like there's usually a lot of elderly folks at weddings Mm, yeah that are like so the ones who don't have the ability to like turn off their hearing aids or whatever yeah they could just not wear headphones yeah exactly that's pretty dope yeah so um, although i bet you like the bride and groom are on the hook for those headphones i don't know how that whole policy would work um i would assume those can't be cheap yeah no definitely not um I assume people would be pretty respectful about them. I've seen some really drunk people at weddings. Yeah, but I also are think that, respectable. Yeah, but just forget to be respectful. Right, and I I think also, um, like the DJ would be on top of like collecting them at the end of the night, and then also if you're wearing them, he can probably talk into them, and be like, oh yeah, hey make sure you're bringing these back in you know what i mean because it's all connected to his yeah but i picture people like walking outside or dropping them or yeah yeah surfing or whatever you know what i mean like accidents happen yeah yeah Yeah. they they fall into the urinal while you're peeing or something crazy like that yeah yeah i don't know how that part of it would work but yeah it's gotta it's gotta be a pretty pricey loss if something happened yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, so, like, my weekend flew by, and then I feel like I recovered for two days, um, and now I've got flowers again, but these weddings, like I mentioned, are smaller, so I feel like it's gonna be a walk in the park in comparison, so pretty, pretty stoked. Anson's with me here at my mom's still, and, uh, yeah, I feel like it's been a long time without Jordan and like I'm feeling really bummed (laughs) about it like I'm just like oh I want to see my husband yeah it's and it's it's been a week pretty much to the to the nose Um, well it's it's been a week but like you're taking that out of you're you're talking to it from the last time you saw him but mm -hmm. like the pattern over the last couple of months has been you guys working like dogs on the house, selling, moving. That's fair. Yeah. Restout. So, like, there's a difference between seeing each other and spending time together and actually spending time together. And mm-hmm. you've probably just been seeing each other lately, which is not bad. Sometimes things have to happen. But mm-hmm. don't forget that, like, you know, it's not just that you, you saw him four days ago and you miss him. It's you, have, you guys haven't gone out for a cup of coffee. You haven't had the energy or the time to sit down and just be like, hey, what's up? That's a really good point. Yeah, the quality of time has I know has lacked. <laughs> did you like take psychology or something? I don't like to brag about it, but <laughs> I did. Yeah. 
pretty graduated pretty with honors. Ooh. Yeah. And That's plus TikTok teaches me a lot, so. Sweet. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of TikTok, there was uh, an interesting one that you sent me and uh it was like the parallel of the unvaccinated old dude and the vaccinated young dude. And they were interviewing both of them, asking them, why did you get the vaccine or why didn't you get the vaccine? And they edited it, edited it <laughs> um, very poignantly to be like, we clearly yeah. uh, want to showcase this young guy's opinion and kind of dismantle this older guy's opinion but at the end of the day everybody's entitled to their opinion and choices um it was just really interesting to see the parallel and like how quickly they were to answer both of them and how strongly yeah. they felt about their choices um i mean i wish yeah so like for the for the listeners, like yes. the young fellow Sorry. was like a skateboarder. He must have been like 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And like his was very simple and to the point. Yeah. Like I got it as soon as it was available. I just want to do my part. I want to get back. I want to whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like he was very, it was, it, it was not the answer you'd expect from like, you know, a young punk kid or whatever you mm -hmm. call it. The anarchists old, of the yeah, world. Yeah. The rebel. Yeah. This old guy was like, he, he he was confident in his stance, yeah. but it was it was rooted in skepticism right. about the veracity, not even the effectiveness, the veracity of of the vaccine, what it was and what it purports to do. How quickly was, it came to market was one of his like points. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was one of his points that he kind of you could tell he was like. I just, it would have been a much better video in my view if the person, because they're obviously juxtaposing the old against the young. Yeah, um, but that's and, not and always. You'd, ex yeah. you'd expect it to be flipped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, their opinions. But I wish they had picked someone whose opposition to the vaccine was less rooted in skepticism and confident in their opinion based on the quote lack of information available about the vaccine mm. and rather someone who was a was not partaking in the vaccine for better reasons mm -hmm. i won't say his reasons weren't good it just it would have been i think better to showcase the fact that people can have uh differing points of view mm -hmm. on a contentious issue and both be right mm -hmm. but his just to me his reasoning didn't showcase that it was he was, he was afraid, he was skeptical, he was concerned and not, right. listen, I've done my research, um, I'm I'm fine with the vaccine, he, he was uh, almost like a vaccine denier, really. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I no, I, I agree, and I, I feel like they edited it that way on purpose. Yes. Because yeah. it made him look less valid by the young guy being like, there's lots of evidence showcasing blah 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 and then the older guy being like well i just don't feel like there's enough evidence and it's like well it's not about your feelings it's you know what i mean but they, well, they picked two people for this video specifically yeah for that reason you know. right like to create the the con i don't say the conversation but like to make this older guy look like he was wrong 
Yeah. At least that's yeah. how, Which, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, like, they're clearly leaning towards a certain message that they're trying to promote here. There's um, definitely bias that way, but... Yeah, so yeah, I agree. I think if they had went in with an honest perspective and chosen two people who had um, more... Uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't want to say research-based evidence, but like... leaning towards that because i i don't expect people to be like doctors or researchers or whatever with all this information ready at hand because we're not and we don't all have access to like medical and like publications and things like that uh but more so just yeah more uh, fact-based yeah and it didn't help his case yeah he sort of had like a defensive tone about it too (laughs) uh have you met the people of the older generation. I feel like that's, <laughs> that's just them. Yeah. How dare you would, question me? I would I would take him for a boomer, but he could be Gen X. Like, it's right on the edge. Yeah. I don't even know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you, you sent me that video, and I, I was just kind of like... I don't want to say I saw through it, but I was just like, oh, this is, this is ironic. Of course, yeah. And this is and ironic. You, yeah. you got to wonder how many... How many people they interviewed before they found those two perfect candidates for what they were looking for? Um, But yeah, I... um, What was I going to say? It'll come to me later. It doesn't matter. It's semi-related to the topic, but not not fully. But yeah. Anyways, we'll we'll circle back if I remember. We'll we'll just (laughs) circle circle on back. We'll Mm -hmm. put a pin in it for now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that was a great episode. We'll see you guys. Uh, <laughs> yes. Shortest episode ever. Yeah. Um, I was watching. No, I started a new a new book. I'm, I'm between books all the time. Uh, Lewis House. Is that his name? I don't know. Lewis House School of Greatness or whatever. Um, LinkedIn guy. Uh, okay. Athlete, whatever, podcast guy, got a book. And anyway, um, he was talking about being at dinner with, uh, I don't know, his sister's boyfriend or whatever at the time and asking him what this guy wants to do. And he says, well, I want to be a physiotherapist. And having been an athlete in the past, Lewis was very intrigued by this guy's desire to become a physiotherapist. So we started asking him a bunch of questions. So what do you, you know, what's your dream job? What do you want to do? And he goes, well, you know, I want to, uh, I'd love to work at like a veteran center helping uh, soldiers and you know our heroes rehabilitate uh, from their injuries overseas and blah 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 uh, but you know that's probably or, or he goes is that really what you want to do he goes yeah it'd be good living and it's right down the road and he goes, or you know I, I I've always been interested in in athletics and uh, as an athlete myself you know I'd, I'd love to work for a, you know a pro football team oh is that really really what you want to do and he says uh, oh you know it's going to be like you know, 80 hours a week it's gonna be long long hours so i don't know if that's the right thing and then uh i don't know how the rest of the conversation went but it eventually circled back to the guy saying you know what i want to have my own place on the beach where i work five hours a day so i could spend the rest of the day with my family and um that was really neat be- that was his goal yeah that's yeah. what he circled to that was like what's your dream job 
and he like throughout the course of the evening he circled back to you know I want to be I want to work with vets too I want to work with athletes too I want to work with my own practice and I want to create uh, an environment where I have the freedom and the flexibility to work when I have to and then spend the rest of the time uh, with my family and I was like man that hit me so hard like that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to. Have, I want to have an environment where I get to do the work that I find meaningful, mm-hmm. and contribute the things that I feel are are valuable, and have an income that can support my family, and then be able to also enjoy spending time with my family. Yeah. So I find that's something like you just talked about. You know, Jordan's working. You're working. I'm working. Cassie's working. It's so hard to spend time, quality time, mm-hmm. where you're not constantly exhausted or whatever and never mind the fact that there's always going to be things there's you're always going to be worried about x y and z or z um but that aside like i think it'd be a lot easier to put in the practice of being mindful and present in any given situation if you had time to be practice being mindful and present in situations like being at home with your family we're always so distracted yeah. always have our phones and are thinking about our jobs or what's going on tomorrow what do we have do we pull in anything for supper and yeah so i feel like i catch myself in that cycle constantly yeah like i'll be sitting with anson and i'm like oh i gotta go do this <coughs> sorry i didn't bring water with me and i should have um and and I'm like, oh, got to get up, got to go finish the laundry or go do dishes or I forgot to put this away or pack that up or get this ready or whatever it is. And it takes you away from the moment. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, I just want to spend five more minutes with him. But then that thing is like. Gnawing at you. You can't yeah. enjoy those five minutes because you know it's there. Yeah. I need to address this now so that I can. But then you get up. And then you do the thing. And he's gone now. Anson's doing something else. Yeah. And you wasted the moment. And yeah. Yeah. it's so hard to catch up. So, like, all that to say is, like, you know, what would what would that dream look like for you? Are you asking hypothetically or for, uh, for reals? I would love to know what you have to say now. Oh. But we can also circle back to that. Another way I like to put it is, uh, and I've heard, I can't remember who else I've heard say this. This is not my thought. Um, but if you were financially independent, w- would you still be doing the thing you're doing now? Or, or what would you be doing? Interesting. Uh, I feel like I've been thinking about that a lot with our move. Because right. the question that... I have been asking myself and that a lot of people have asked me as well um, is do you want to continue your business are you going to bring your business with you it's a really hard question for me to answer and it should be easy okay part of me feels like I've invested all this time uh, resources uh, built the business built my name uh like i'm not my business is not it it, it's no sinclair and co it's no sean strong um 
for anybody in the flower world. You would know these references. I was going to say, no one fucking <laughs> yeah. knows who those people are. It's fine, but um, they're like very well-revered planners and designers and floral designers and whatnot. Um, but I, like, I'd like to think that my business has a good name and I've, I've worked hard for it. Um, I'm just at a, tr a place of transition. I'm like, this could be an opportunity for me to explore something different, possibly. And um, I don't know if I have ADHD, but if I do, I think this is part of it, is that I, I'm always like trying something new and wanting to right. explore a new career path. Not necessarily career path, but like I'm, I'm willing to give something new a try um, right and so part of me the part of me that loves doing what i do now obviously wants to pick this up and continue and i'm like i can maintain my business and i'll just pick up clients in the northumberland county area of ontario and um that that'll be that and then the other part of me is like we could use this as an opportunity for me to try something new and so I, I guess I'm like, I really am at a fork in the road as far as that's concerned. Does that answer your question? Is that what you were asking? Yes. Is this what? But I would more, do no. <laughs> in the sense that you, um, you want to know if I had financial freedom, would I be doing this? Uh, yes. And and I mean, you're, it did sort of answer the question because. Yeah you demonstrated that it's something that you think about um but like if you if if you know floral wedding um events planning organizing executing all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. was was not your jam mm -hmm. or or doesn't you know 10 15 years from now is not the thing that you would look back on and say boy i'm really glad i did all that stuff mm -hmm. like what's what's the dream for you what's What's the five hours of work and spend the rest of the day with my family? What's your version oh, of that? Oh, I see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I would definitely still work for myself. I would have a creative business. Uh, what, what that looks like exactly. I don't want to say I'm still trying to figure out because that sounds like very millennial. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm just finding myself. Um, yeah, I've always I've always been interested in photography. I don't know if I'm even good at it, but I feel like I've always um, dabbled in it. We'll say right. Uh, yeah. So I I it's something like I always kind of return to for myself and um, also fashion. I feel like Ooh. I was I was I was talking about like admiring people's fashion earlier, um, in girls. high school. Uh, any fashion, but yes, girls' fashion specifically. Girls' fashion mm. uh, was our conversation earlier, and <laughs> <laughs> I like if money was no object, I think I would have pursued that more seriously uh, because. It was just something that I was always, I always enjoyed doing. Like, I made my own clothes in high school. I participated in fashion shows in high school. After high school, I, like, made a point of continuing to make 
like signature outfits for certain events like if it was my birthday it would be like planned around like the dress that I was going to make for my birthday or like New Year's Eve or whatever and I like thoroughly loved and enjoyed it and part of me wonders if that was just like a phase in my life or if that's truly something that I could have pursued as a career um, but unless and, and I think it's different now, but like when I was doing this 10, 15 years ago, more seriously, uh, the internet wasn't the way it is now and there wasn't the yeah. reach that you could get so easily. Um, I feel like it, I don't want to say it'd be so easy, but like to publish pictures on Instagram and create a following is a thing now. And that wasn't the case back yeah. then. So I feel like I just like took my life in a path that I felt would be constructive and like it has been it's been like I feel like my career overall has been fruitful so right like it's it's not like it's been disappointing or anything like that but um yeah to kind of just be able to pick something up that uh is like ultimately truly what I feel I should be doing um, yeah those are probably two things that like I always go back to is like photography and fashion it's neat though that all of those interests are sort of you see them a lot together yeah that's weddings true. Yeah. florals yeah. photography fashion Creative. it's pretty you should create like a, like a conglomerate <laughs> Just create a company for each of these different things and then create, uh, make them subsidiaries of a larger company for tax evasion, I mean tax purposes. For, for uh, <laughs> benefiting in the tax lane? Yeah, no. Mm. Yeah. I don't know exactly how to do it, but I'm pretty sure you could launder money that way, Ooh. which would be helpful for other industry purposes. However, <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be a lot of fun. I like, so I like the fashion idea, though. Why is that? Because I've always, like, had a, a penchant. I like bags, but, like, I like shoulder bags, like hiking bags, backpacks, like that kind of thing. And I actually have this huge, huge roll of fabric here um, that I used to make. I'm going to find one here. Just let me. Sorry for the noise. Made my own toques. Oh. Yeah. <coughs> I actually found the one you made, Jordan, when we were leaving. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, that slowed down a bit. I, I mean, I just, <coughs> when that, w earlier when I said it's sometimes it's hard to find things that aren't trendy, like I always find I'm not uh, keen on whatever the relevant styles are of the day. I like simple, like basic utility type Timeless. things. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and I find it so hard to find those these days. And every time I'm looking for something, I've got a vision in my head of what I want mm -hmm. to wear. And I go to the store, for example, track pants. Like, I want very light, very, like, tapered but not skinny legs. Mm -hmm. And I want some pockets and some drawstrings, and I don't want fucking stripey colors and fucking logos everywhere and juicy across the ass and shit. I just want <laughs> some simple, clean... Why not, Colin? 
And I also don't want to spend a thousand dollars because I could buy Lulu's and that'd be great. Yeah. But they're so fucking expensive. So and then I'm like, oh, I should just make my own. But that's retarded. Like that's ridiculous. I should say. Apologize for my foul language. You used the R word. I did. Sorry. And I do apologize. For people who don't know, that was a quote. (laughs) I wasn't like. (coughs) I've been uh, inoculating my kids against foul language the last couple couple weeks. So. Meaning. um, I've just been swearing a lot in front of them. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. They get used to it. But, uh, Exposure so. therapy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's it's foolish to, like, the time, and for me anyway, for my purposes. Like, I'm never going to make... One of the things I wanted to do was create my own sort of lifestyle clothing brand because there's not yes. much of that in Canada. Right. There's a few of them. Um, and it's definitely something that's still possible down the line. I just... Uh, I'm not convinced myself, so I'm not, I haven't taken that leap sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's very few places, uh, t- textile wise, that sell things that are Canadian owned and made um, and that are yeah. ethically sourced, we'll say. Because it's, there's, there's almost no textile industry in Canada mm-hmm. uh, that, that I'm aware of. Like you can buy the fabrics, but none of them are processed in Canada. Mm. So when, when you see all these lifestyle, like there's so many Canadian lifestyle brands now. Could um, you find something in the U.S.? Would that be, s- like, uh, okay in uh, your mind? Or I, are you just yeah. like, I want things yeah. to be exclusively Canadian? I, I want them to be Canadian as much as possible okay. because I, I love supporting, like, our economy. Yeah. Um, but I'm more than fine with North American. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's a... There's a brand um, in the States called Origin Maine. Okay. And all of their stuff, I believe, is made like from soil to finished garment in the U.S., which I think mm-hmm. is a huge selling point. And they just got into denim, so they make their own jeans. Um, and so it's American cotton that was grown and processed and finished and turned into denim and made into jeans in the U.S., which is... For especially in the states, such a huge selling point. Like people yeah. are so proud. Uh, the problem is, is things like that become cost prohibitive. Mm-hmm. On the other end, mm-hmm. so like all these companies that are selling hoodies that are fucking like Northern Reflections or Gildan or like these shit fucking basic, basic, basic build and construction Fruit of the loom. for like seventy five dollars. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me, guys? Yeah. So I wanted to do something that was, like, comfortable, flattering, you know, lasts long enough. Yeah. And is not $75. Like, who the fuck? $75 for a sweater. You're outside your mind. Like, mm-hmm. 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And, like, even shirts. Like, I, I get it. And I don't mind spending money on um, privately owned businesses. In fact, I do it all the time. Yeah. Um, I just wish it was, I wish you would not have to wait as often for sales to want to support the companies you believe in. Um, so that was kind of like my dream is like create something Canadian owned and and operated that's, you know, sort of changing the way, not changing, it's, that's a strong word. Um, just offering something different. Mm. Something yep. a little bit more affordable. Take a little piece out of your, out of your bottom line to pass those savings on to your 
your customers and then continue to provide them with things that they'll be happy and comfortable to wear. And um, uh, as assuming because our quality standards have to meet a certain criteria, um, like the quality of these items would reflect that as well. Therefore, you know, like creating trust in that brand, in your brand, and uh, just like having a happy consumer customer base, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's like, hey, I, I paid not too much for this, um, like a reasonable price for great quality, and I'm supporting our economy. And so like all of those things are, are I think, ways that you can like feel good about your purchases yeah. uh but then also i know like carbon footprint's a big thing too so like you'd be reducing all of that as well uh, so I, I feel like those are all wins yeah yeah so yeah we'll see where it goes one day but uh that's so definitely is that on my your radar. um if you could if if money was no if money was no object, I'd yeah. bring textile manufacturing to Canada. Oh, like I would be that guy. Okay. I would I would be the Elon Musk of swag. <laughs> Sweet, nice. Yeah. Cool. But more realistically, I would if if money was no object, I probably wouldn't be doing my current job. Um, but the dream would be. No offense to it. It just like <laughs> you made a responsible choice yeah like yeah. it just you know uh i'm definitely at a point where uh, i want to spend less time at work and more time with my family mm -hmm. and work takes a lot out of that but uh still happy to do it silly work silly work <laughs> tricks are for kids anyway um if if things keep going the way they're going then this becomes what supports the family mm. and and that would be the highlight if we had a nice place uh, and I had a studio in the house, and we could record. Uh, we could have guests over. We could do it remotely. Um, we could have different shows. Mm -hmm. uh, we could have our own little merch section. Uh, you know, we could have a lot of different things and support the family that way. I would love 100% to do that. I take so much joy talking to people and getting to know them and sharing thoughts and exchanging ideas. And that's honestly all I want to do. Nice. I feel like so. you, it, it's like uh, one of your, your strong personality traits as well. Um, I mean, uh, I think the only reason <laughs> we're doing, I don't want to say the only reason we're doing this, but like, I feel like we've always had good conversation and that was kind of like what inspired it. Yeah, um, definitely. And I, I yeah. I, yes. That's all. So now we just got to put this in overdrive. And get a store, I need find to get some my crap to sell. Crap together. Yeah. yeah. In this regard. It's but yes. No, it's it's well the the onus is not on you. It's a team it's team effort. That's fair. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, we should talk about logos one of these days. I busted my butt on a on an app. You did. And every time I sent one you to you, you're like, mm, <laughs> no. Uh, I feel like I'm so particular with aesthetic <laughs> things. It, but for you know businesses. what? And I just said the same thing though about about clothes, right? right? Like you have an idea in your mind, yeah, 
and you're trying to bring it to life and I find that's the most difficult thing to do. Yeah. So Especially I'm obviously two people who have yeah. two differing ideas of, of what things should look like and yeah, no, absolutely. So but like I, I, I didn't I, I recognized immediately that I was like crushing literally all of no, your No 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 <laughs> I was like I feel like an I, asshole. <laughs> but so and to clarify, like in my mind, I said, I'm just going to make a bunch of crap and send it oh, and, see what see. S- and see what sticks. So these weren't like, I didn't actually bust my ass. You, were, you like, weren't like, this is it. This is my PS de resistance. <laughs> my Mona um, Lisa. Yeah. This, yeah. If this is not it, I will kill myself. Oh, um, but uh, so that was never the case. Mm-hmm. And uh, just seeing what sticks is, in my mind, we're, we're, we're bracketing. We're dialing it in. We're seeing what we like, what we don't like, color schemes, layouts, whatever. And that's what I was saying, like, be specific. I don't like that font. Cool. I'll change it. I don't like those color. Cool. I'll change it. I I don't like this layout. Cool. Change it. Spacing, alignment, whatever. Like, all that stuff is is part of the design. And Mm -hmm. I'm more than happy. Like, I'm obviously not going to just throw something up there and and go with it. Um, It's it's for sure a collaboration, but, you know, you're doing all the editing and publishing of the show I was like I gotta do something here so let me start working on in the design I, <coughs> I appreciate that no I feel like I I dropped the ball uh, for several months now just because <laughs> I've been so focused on other things uh, which which is terrible because someone said to me you're not too busy you're just not making time for it and I was like I'm not making time for this even though I find it important um, and I want to make time for it I'm just not and it's almost one of those things where I'm like procrastinating because I'm like once I start and I'm in it and then I spend hours doing it and then those hours turn into whatever and then uh, I'm not getting other things done that like I need to get done first and so it's kind of like I've heard frustrating because I don't like having other things in the way of something that I like actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, but hashtag real life adulting, yeah. whatever. So it's just the worst. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. So I've I've heard it put a different way. It's like <clears throat> you 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 have the time to do all the things that you want to do. You mm. just the things that you aren't doing are the things that you are not prioritizing. Right. Yes. Which, unfortunately, and, and 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 that's the problem. Like, there's a balance. So it's not like the the show, the podcast, isn't a priority for you. Mm-hmm. Just right now, it's not a priority for you. You've got a lot going on, and it's we can still keep recording. Yes. And we'll just push the episodes later. Yeah. Um, We're going to have wrong a with bunch that. in the in the bank. For in the hopper. Yeah. yeah. For a rainy day. Yeah. But it's it's like people say this all the time. You know, I don't uh, I don't have time to to cook or I don't have time to work out. It's like yeah. Yeah, you do, but you have to give something up in order to do that. Yes. Prioritize. What are you prioritizing over? And, like, <clears throat> the right. way it, it's been uh, most relevant to me lately is um, it sounds really kitschy and really, like, what's after millennial? Gen, Gen Z. Z. Gen Z-ish is, yeah. is self-care. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm identifying... Because, uh, you know, like, I just got back from a deployment, and Cassie was pretty busy with the kids and stuff, and uh, she's one of those people, too, where if she's got a list of things in her mind, she can't really 
enjoy or relax or do whatever she's doing if she knows yeah. yeah so when it comes to prioritizing things um and and i guess maybe it's as i get older too because i'm starting to realize i'm not living the lifestyle i wanted to live i'm not you know exercising as much as i want to and i'm not eating as well as i want mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. and the plain truth is is i'm just not prioritizing those things mm -hmm. even so though rather in your mind they're very important yeah yeah and that's what creates a lot of uh angst a lot of tension in internally for for anyone out there who's wondering why you feel off mm -hmm. in a negative way is because there's things that you should be doing or you feel like you should be doing and you're not mm -hmm. now you either acknowledge that those things that you feel you should be doing are things that you actually should be doing and you reprioritize and you reschedule your life to fix it mm -hmm. um, or you acknowledge these are things I should be doing, but I don't want to do, and I don't need to do, and I don't value them. So yeah. I'm no longer going to worry about doing them. That's one of the reasons why. I feel like we I just had a how your brain works with Colin moment. <laughs> I, I, that's, I feel <laughs> like that's why I got rid of the drums is because I looked at them. Yeah. They were in the way, and I was like, you know what? I want to play these. I want to learn to get better yeah. at being a drummer. But I'm never going. I, I've tried. Not. It's not that I've tried. I've recognized that these are not a priority for me, yeah. and they never will be. I'm never going to put these above anything else in my life right now, mm -hmm. uh, so I'm just going to get rid of them. And honestly, it was a super freeing decision too, because I was like, I took something that so everyone says, oh, I should exercise more, or I should eat better, or I should spend time with my kids, or I should be doing this. There's a lot of things that we should yeah. that just don't matter. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you're health or your family don't matter i'm just saying the thi or, you know are like oh i should read more books well if you don't like reading don't fucking read mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i should watch less tv well do you enjoy what you're doing like is there a purpose behind it is like i don't know are you a you know a, like do you geek out do you love do you have a podcast where you talk about game of thrones well watch yeah. fucking game of thrones get good at it. do some backstory watch the things that the actors have been in in other uh other TVs and movies like mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. recognize that if it's a should that you believe in figure it out and do it or if it's a should that doesn't matter just get rid of it yeah. Yeah. because there's a lot of things where you're like oh I want five more minutes with Anson okay well I really should be doing these things and then you just go you know what fuck it in five minutes I'm gonna, I'm gonna go my clock in five minutes I'm gonna do all those things and right now I'm just gonna forget about them mm. but you have to flex that muscle you have to try you have to practice and that's the thing that gets me the most is like the things that cause me the most stress and anxiety, the only way you get better at managing them is to deal with them. Right. You don't get better by avoiding them. And I think that causes me a lot of additional stress where it's like, how do I avoid all these things? Mm -hmm. But you don't. Mm -hmm. It just happens. Yeah, you're like, it just, it has to be. Tis what it is. You know, I used to be really upset with people that say, say it is what it is. Um, I was reframed the other day okay. um, about uh, our approach to that phrase. A lot of people, I used to think that people who say, you know, it is what it is, are just being lazy and they don't want to come up with a better solution to a problem or they oh, don't want to figure out a, a better way to get something done or they're just so uncreative that they don't want to. It's almost like a dismissal. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, and something that's been more prevalent for me is intentionality. Mm -hmm. So 
not just saying things for, for saying them, understanding why you're saying them, not just doing things for doing them, but understanding why you're doing those things, what purpose do they serve. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being intentional with those five minutes and, and, and just really focusing on blocking everything out and watching your son and spending time with him and interacting with him um, versus just putting on the timer and thinking about how you're going to get those things done mm -hmm. in those five minutes. Anyway, but it is what it is is when you've, you know, you recognize that something's not a priority, so you're not required to spend any more time on them. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Or I've exhausted all options, all avenues, all resources are depleted. we got no time left. It is what it is. Let's move on. Uh, or simply, uh, it is what it is. Like, I, I do not care about this thing. You cannot make me care about this thing. And this is more like an, like an intrapersonal perspective. Okay. Like, your opinion of me is what it is. How people think of me after, uh, you know, you do a talk to 5,000 people or uh, you've got a controversial opinion on something like mm -hmm. your views on vaccines or politics and you mm -hmm. say, you know what, it is, it is what it is. And uh, it's the confidence in your own decisions that you've made up to that point, your thoughts okay. on things, the way you've... Uh, you, it's, it's almost... Um, reassuring in a sense it is what it is like I know who I am and I'm okay with it mm -hmm. um, and I think it's a really powerful way to look at it because up until this point I thought it was just dismissive and lazy but I see there's a the intentionality behind why someone could be saying it could mean a lot of different things yeah. if they're being intentional about it yeah, um, yeah. because sometimes it is meant as a yeah I think more often than not it is yeah yeah, yeah. well it is what it is mm -hmm. okay cool mm -hmm. go fuck yourself yeah like can't can't do anything about it. It's like, well, technically you could. Yeah, but we're maybe not going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you could probably say that about numerous, a plethora of expression, if you will, um, that are out there because uh, it all depends who's saying it and how they mean it and what context and, and all of that good stuff. Yeah, but, like, I appreciate you pointing that out because um, you can mean... Uh, something can be two things. <laughs> Stuff um, can be two things, yeah. Yeah, things can... Yeah. Um, and, and that's, like, a perfect example of it. Like, yeah, There's no shortage of reminders for me of why you have to stop taking things for face value like I, I make so many assumptions and I, I jump to so many conclusions in my day to day and especially if I'm having a bad day they're right. I'll say aggressive for lack of a better word like I'm not a violent person I'm just very animated mm -hmm. and so like perhaps uh, emotional uh, you receive things emotionally sometimes yeah yeah big time yeah and I, I, uh, I transmit things emotionally, too. Transmit things. <laughs> but, My uh, transponder, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it just, it always reminds me, like, someone can say something or do something, and, and, you know, we're so bad at misinterpreting what, you know, oh, they said it this, did this mean, like, you overthink things? I know I do. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's like, you don't understand that the, the way someone views the world. Like, I was thinking about... The, Cassie the other day I was just I was quiet I was thinking by myself I was just off of my own thoughts and I was like man behind uh, you know the words that Cassie shares with me and the, the looks she gives me mm 
Like, I have no idea. Which speak volumes, for the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the looks especially. Um, but, like, like, she's a whole... It's a whole person. I have no idea. I like the, the person she is when she's thinking, when she's in with her thoughts. Like, like we all do. You know, mm-hmm. you're in a driving. You're just, like, I have no idea who that is, and I don't think I ever will. And I, I don't think we'll ever know who the other person is behind their eyes. You it's, can't possibly know somebody fully. I remember somebody saying that to me, and I was like, gobsmacked because I was like, but I want to know my partner yeah. just as well as I yeah. know myself. But you can't possibly because the the life that they lived before you knew them well is and a all of that life and and yeah. so many things happen and all of that that's just one small piece of of their experience and their like you said their internal world so yeah. and and it all all stacks up yeah to that one moment that you've interacted with them yeah and everything that they say and and their mannerisms all of that delivered to you yeah. comes from a very i'll say intentional place it's it's more than likely subconscious mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but we are so quick to uh you know assume what things mean yeah. or how they've intended those words to be yeah. and you have no uh, no idea and it's just, it just reminds me like and you say like I, I want to know my partner fully like i know myself i'm like fuck good for you i have I'm so confused these days <laughs> about like so many things. Uh, yeah, and it's just like, but I think I think I'm just at that weird spot where, you know, I've been off work for so long. I just kind of with the kids now? all day. Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm just lost. Oh, I almost I? need to go back to work. Yeah. yeah, because part of your identity is is in that as well. Yeah, for um, sure. Right or wrong, but I I can relate in the sense that when I went on mat leave when I had Anson I didn't realize how hard that that would hit me the like the part of your identity that was associated with your work um, is is no longer every single day of your life it's now just this completely new thing um so yeah, I feel like even just taking time off work, like you take a holiday, right? Like you take a week off of work. Um, in the near future, hopefully, you take a vacation <laughs> to the Caribbean or something. Um, and something in you changes. And I think that's why people love vacations because you're gone from work, i.e., part of your identity for just long enough that you like tap into this part of yourself that's like kind of what we were saying like if money was no object yeah the essence of yeah. you you get um, to dr- you get to be literally your when people say living their best life that that's what they mean <laughs> yeah. not these sh- stupid kids on instagram they mean this is how happy i could be and how content i could be if i figured my shit out right and then, um, but you're not gone too long that you start feeling like your life is fall. Not that you feel like your life is falling apart, but like <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You, you, the the royal you, doesn't get to that point by taking like a week vacation. Um, yeah. But yeah, I feel like for for you specifically, you 
got a month. You've had a month off, is that correct? Or you a little both bit have had? Okay. And, and I mean, like, that's part of your work, too, because you did a long stretch away. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, like, you create friendships and relationships at work. You talk to other adults about things. You create routines and a lifestyle, sort of. And then all of a sudden, you're not doing that. And it's like, oh, what does my life look like? And that can be... Um, say a lot to process but i think so and then sometimes you don't really think about it it's a subconscious thing right so it's like yeah and i mean two things that like the opposite is like the people who work from home yeah never get to leave work and they never get to be home yes and so that creates a lot of problems that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this great video. This girl was recording her dad going to work from home. He had a shed built in the backyard oh. as, his ho- as his home office. So Smart. he got to leave home to go to work. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's perfect. Because, like, I worked from home for four months. And with the kids and Cassie at work, like, it was a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other thing is uh, talking about... Um, sort of dislocating yourself from your experiences and not understanding how to guide yourself. The, uh, you know, the people, the kids that we all knew in school growing up who were like, you know, great athletes, you know, good in academics and never really struggled to do anything, um, never failed the test or were, was, was handed everything, never, never really failed or faced adversity. And mm-hmm. the first time they get to the real world and they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, holy this shit. Is this what life is? No. <clears throat> is this going to last forever? Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting because I, I got the impression when I was in school that they played up, like, high school was the peak of your life. And I didn't enjoy my high school experience uh, that much. Um, and I, I have felt like my life started after high school and some people some people's lives still are um, only like that was the peak of their life we'll say and and so everything since then has just been like in the shadow of that and I find that so interesting because I mean, I guess for a lot of reasons, but, um, yeah, it's like, I feel like I'm losing train of thought, but I was getting to something with this, um, that they, like, there's a buildup for something and then it's not what you thought it would be. And that happens in, in various stages of life. But yeah, I feel like, um, there is also something to be enjoyed about every part of life. Despite it, does <laughs> sure. that make sense? I w- yeah, I, I just I wish like we were doing this live and on YouTube and stuff because people needed to see your face. My anyway. face, thinking. <laughs> yeah, it was just really funny. The um, yeah, there's that. It's like a it's like a movie or a TV trope where you know the high school football star, you know, never made anything of themselves after they graduated. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. Uncle Rico and Napoleon Dynamite. Like right. just yeah. back in eighty two through a pigskin a quarter mile. Like no one cares. Like what are you doing now? Yeah. Your life is still happening and so 
find those moments in every part and chapter of your life that make it meaningful and, and whatnot. It's yeah. it's sort of like the um, the end of the office there where Andy's like, you know, I wish they'd tell you were in your good old days oh, yeah. before. And it's like no one like when you're in high school, someone tells you, you know, these are the these are the good old days. You you, you know appreciate this, take this in. Like you're like fuck that. I'm gonna be the greatest ever. Blah blah blah. Like <laughs> yeah. just full of piss and vinegar and and like you get older and man, like these are probably like every like you should be treating every day like you're part of the good old years. But it's like mm-hmm. the, the hardest mental ability is to just disconnect from the things that you're dissatisfied with. Mm-hmm. And appreciate the things that you have. Like I, I can't. I, I struggle with that. Like to this day, it's something I'm like struggling with actively. Is like gratitude, attitude. Is mm. that? It's not even gratitude, attitude, because like that's just too simple. But okay. it's, it's I can I can be super fucking grateful. Yeah. But then I can also be miserable that I start work on Tuesday. Mm. But I need to just not let myself get miserable about starting work on Tuesday. Okay, so, and let that affect the next few days, right? Well, yeah, and it's like, le- like, I need to, I need to just not worry. Disassociate to my current <laughs> life situation. No, Is there no. any, any, there's got to be like a, like a pill or like a shot you can take to, <laughs> the matrix. dissociate from things like acid, shrooms, if anyone knows this, anyone. Yeah, ayahuasca. Maybe. I like to uh, disassociate for the next 10 months, if you could help me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Dr- dr- dramatic. <laughs> yeah. it's, like the movie cl- it's like the movie Click, where he just fast-forwards for everything and realizes, like, it's auto-programming and skip. Like, it's just such a sad movie, but I thought it was also very funny. Mm-hmm. But it's like Adam Alabama's Sandler, right? Yeah, yeah. Al- Alabama had a song about it too. I'm in a hurry to get things done. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you never stop. Like you're always thinking about the next thing to do. Yeah. You go to bed, and you're like, "What do I have to do tomorrow?" Yeah, you fall into. And you're not cycle. writing it down. Yeah. In a productive manner, so that when you wake up, you know what to do. You're going to bed, and you're just ruminating and thinking until your brain is like, "Hey, I'm, I'm hard resetting," yeah. and just shuts down. Yeah. Like. It's just the worst, worst way to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst way to live. It's like how we have to live now. And yet, sometimes I think about it, uh, the way that we live now, and I'm like so grateful. I mean, for a lot of things, like heat, we AC, have, Yeah, we have, we cars, have so many luxuries. We live in such... Hot dogs. We live in an advanced time of technology where, like, information is at our fingertips. Like, we could be we could be real smart, all of us. Yeah. Instead of using this handheld computer yes. to, you know, learn finances or economics or physics, I'm TikToking. I watch videos of dogs on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was another one you sent me. <laughs> oh well, I'll, I'll I'll bring it up next time. I'll do I'll do my research properly between now and next episode, and I will bring it up again. But it was so funny because I had I hadn't been on all last weekend, and then I logged on, and I was like, I missed so many messages. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I felt bad because you sent a bunch for Jordan, and I was like, uh, he's not going to get these for two weeks. That's fine. It's worth a shot. Yeah. The, uh, oh, you, uh, you guys are going on a, are you going to talk about it? Camping trip? Portage? Yeah, sure. So uh, um, Friday. What's the story? We're going in uh, in near Madawaska to Algonquin Park, and we're going to canoe Portage away. I think it's like 65, 66 kilometer trip thereabouts. Okay. And, uh, yeah, two nights, three days. It was going to be four people. I heard that. But now it's looking like. There was back injury. Incident, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're just getting up there. Can't can't take things too seriously. (laughs) Yeah, so we're looking for a fourth right now, but we've done it two years in a row with three, so we'll get her done. We'll figure it out. But it'll be a nice, uh, it'll be the, it'll It'll mark the end of my post-deployment leave and my return to work. Um, so I think it'll be good, good little gut check, reset the brain, mm-hmm. get in the outdoors and get away from the family and the responsibilities for a little bit and just do some good hard camping. and Smell some fresh and, uh, air. Yeah, or each other. Like, it's going to get stanky, I think, you know. Always Portagen. does. Always yeah. does. Yeah, I feel like. This time Jordan won't have access to a shower before he comes home. <laughs> uh, so I feel like he's going to have to make a swift trip to the shower before coming to bed. Because I assume you guys won't get out of there till super late. Plus there's a, a drive, a distance of driving from where you guys will be leaving to him getting home. He was like, I probably won't be home till like midnight, one in the morning. I was like, yeah, just shower and we'll be good. I think that's like, because I would do the same thing, sort of worst case. Right. I have a feeling it'll be like 10, 11. Because um, last time, yeah, we, we were finished morning? around 5 or No, no, in the oh, evening. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, that sounds a bit Like last early. year, we were, <laughs> we were off the lake at like 5 or 6 p.m. Oh, okay. Plus the drive, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that really wasn't bad. No. No. And I feel like it'll be similar for him, so whenever he got home, probably. But, yeah, just tell him to stop at the Flying J in Napanee and hit one of them truck stop showers. Ooh. Yeah. Are you sure? There's people that do that, like people who, like, live van life and those minimalist people, like, they do. Those minimalist people. Camper, camp, camper they live life. in RVs and yeah. shit, like, and not because they're poor or destitute, it's because they... They can. They just, they can, and they do, and they travel. Hey, maybe um, that's their... If money was no yeah. object. That's their dream, yeah. yeah. Everyone's buying up those, like, uh, sprinter vans and the pacers and the trackers, whatever they're called. Uh, short buses. Yeah, uh, yeah schoolies. Yeah. It's pretty uh, big. Uh, Win- Winnebago? Winnebago? Yeah, Winnebago's an RV, I think. Okay, yeah. People are converting them into, like, tiny homes on wheels, basically, so. Yeah. There's a whole yeah. there's a whole culture about it. It really is a lifestyle, yeah. Because you got to be used to living in cramped quarters. Mm-hmm. Like if if you feel like your small one bedroom apartment's tiny, um, this is really small. Yes. And like, I don't know. I I I always imagine there's a huge storm raging outside, and I'm cuddled up nicely in my blankets and. And just imagine someone's van just getting the <laughs> shit rocked out of it. <laughs> yeah. They're in a Walmart parking lot yeah. holding on for dear life. Like, 
Well, I don't want to say we lived van life because we <laughs> didn't, but when we traveled to New Zealand, we rented a van. Uh, I want to say for the first week we were there, and myself, Jordan, and our friend Mimi um, toured from like the southern tip of the North Island back to Auckland um, and like hit all the the stops, the hot spots, the hot yeah. spots along the way. Um, so yeah, from Wellington back to Auckland. And uh, it was interesting. They have a different um, set of regulations. So you can like literally just park on the side of the road and sleep there in your, in your camper van. Like the, the authorities don't care. I don't think that's the case in Canada. Um, <laughs> I think it's like that in Iceland also. Oh, good to know. But its I don't think it's like that in Canada. Maybe parts of Canada. Anyways, you'd have to look into it. But um, all this to say is uh, we definitely had sink showers a number of times because it was yeah. like, I'm gross. We're not going to be close to water. And like tomorrow or we haven't been today or whatever and it was like you gotta wash you gotta do what you gotta do yeah the old scoop and slap yeah and oh there was one night we stayed at like a <laughs> um an RV park sorry i'm visualizing scooping and slapping <laughs> the water. Yeah, um, you do pretty well anywhere on your body it's very helpful it was like super posh in in our like week-long trek where we had like a plug-in for the for electricity so we didn't have to use like oh, flashlights yeah. or anything at night uh we could charge of all of our electronics um and there was like a pool so we went swimming and then there were showers we showered in the morning there was like oh my god a breakfast buffet uh, just so swanky yeah and it was like unreasonably cost effective like we were like what's the catch and there was none it was just like a haven for everybody traveling essentially caravanners yeah caravanners yeah it was perfect and i I think they also had rooms that like you could rent like a motel style Um, oh yeah if you were just like hourly I don't think so. It was like... I would definitely apply to that bargain. It was really safe because they had like a full-blown like front gate that you had to um, like access with security information or whatever. It felt very safe. I was like, this is... This is cool. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's nice that there's a place like... they, They have enough of it that it makes sense for them to establish some infrastructure oh like that oh my gosh yeah like it's, it's you don't find much thing. of that in canada mm-hmm. i think our country is too widespread like the the square footage of new zealand is significant it would be like traveling from the southern point of ontario to like maybe the northern point of ontario max i think so that being said like you you can cover a lot of ground in a short amount of time yeah relatively speaking um but to go across the whole country like it takes it could take weeks if you wanted it to like if you stopped everywhere along the way right kind of like we were doing because every day was like okay so tomorrow this is our stop and we're gonna do this and like we might go this far or we might stop here for the night or whatever so yeah 
It was very, uh, it was like loosely planned kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Which is nice. It gives you a bit of freedom while you're there. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can talk for hours about it, but yeah, I feel like um, living that van life. I, I've been there for a short period of time and I, could, I couldn't live, live like that. Especially now that I, we've got kids. Like I'm just like, I don't know how those people do it. Don't know. Yeah. No. Don't know. Yeah, there's like a, a couple that sail around the world on their fucking sailboat with their kids. Whoa. Yeah, f that. I'd be constantly mm-hmm. worried about somebody mm-hmm. falling overboard. I am actively trying to get my kids into a boarding school. <laughs> like, there's no way. <laughs> I'm living that lifestyle. No, I don't want you to yeah. send your kids away. I won't see them as much. Yeah. That's true. But then neither would I, and I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you're like, you're like, it's fine. It's good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, how does Cassie feel about this? I don't. I oh, don't sense she would be on board with this idea. No, she would. She's she's unaware, and I've been practicing for the last seven weeks on her signature just for all the forms. Mm. Um, so just planting. Hopefully, maybe planting the seed as well. You know. Who knows? Me planting the seed is what got us in this problem. Oh, I see. So, trying to reverse it, you know? Ha-ha. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Too good. Well, um, yeah. I, I, that's all I got today. Yeah, I'm good, too. Yeah. I'm fresh out. Fresh out. Uh, I, I am. I'm impressed <laughs> with, I must say, I'm impressed with our conversation, considering... Neither of us came in with topics this week, so... Yeah, we just cold-cocked this one. Well done. We're getting good. Yeah, gooder, well done. Gooder at this. Yeah, we're get, it's getting... We got a lot more room to get good, but uh, it's, it's getting good. Plenty of room. We're not all the way good. We're like, uh, if there was like a timeline of like, not good to real successful, we're like, a sprinkle away from not good. I feel like like the next increment up from not good. The next whole increment, Ooh. that's where we'd be. Yeah. yeah. So if it was like 0 to 10, we'd be at 1. Are we? I mean, you got to dream big. Oh, I see. So I see. Yes, you know, yes, like we are. We're 1. <laughs> we're a, we are 1 out of 10. All right. So uh, I uh, thank you, and we will... <laughs> talk more next week all right i'm looking forward to it cool me too later bye